Welcome to the recap portion of Pastoring Out Loud, where we recap the previous week's sermon. Last week, we were still in the Citizens and Sojourners series. Citizens Sojourners series, no, CSS, which is a programming language that I used to program in a while ago. Citizens and Sojourners. Uh, and we you were in, say it that many times, we were get in it wrong once. My favorite book of the Bible, <laughs> Revelation 5, and some other portions of scripture. Dave, uh, why Revelation 5 for a message on gathering? Great question. Uh, what we're I, trying to. I, I, tend to ask those, I think. <laughs> That's good. We're, uh, we're trying to have a sermon series that goes well with our uh, Church Essentials series. And so it felt like uh, in the sermon, I could maybe highlight some of just the really big principles of, of what we're doing when we're gathering and then leaving some of the, the details for uh, the whole, what is the church for that class. Uh, so the reason I went to... Revelation 5, although the introduction, I did spend a little time talking about ecclesia, the very word itself means to gather, uh, talked about, you know, not neglecting it as is the habit of some. So it's uh, it's definitely a modern problem as far as, you know, sometimes we think we can go to church uh, via internet or we can, you know, go to church when it's convenient. And um, But it's obviously a historical problem too, because the author of Hebrews had to tell folks to, to be gathering and all the more until they see the, do, the day appro- as they see the day approaching. So just talked about the, how gathering is fundamental to what the church is. And then went to Revelation 5 just to basically say uh, that when we see that there is one, a lion-like lamb, a lamb-like lion, namely Jesus Christ, who can, who is the one who accomplishes and brings about all the purposes of God for all of creation and all of history, that when we see that rightly for as it is, we have worship services. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think that, to, you know, to your point, I mean, you did, you did it really, it was funny, you did a devotional on Revelation 5 on Thursday and then I preached on it on Sunday. And we both said, uh, you know, this is an ascension scene where Jesus isn't there in Revelation 4 shows up in Revelation 5, and therefore that means that it's a picture of how it still is because he's still there. He's, yep. he's still ascended. Yep, yep. And the whole world, you know, the all the living creatures, all the people of God, all the angels are still all supposed to be oriented around this one who has accomplished all these things. And just highlighted too that for the struggling, suffering, persecuted, beat up, broken church, what good news it would have been that, you know, life comes through death, yep. victory comes through suffering, uh, and that they, they're going to reign with him yep, yep. Uh, for all of eternity. So while, when Rome looks really big and scary, Jesus is bigger and stronger. Uh, so that's why I went there to say this is what we're trying to rehearse every week. Uh, yep, it's yep. Even, and, and that rehearsal is even built into how we do worship services yep, yep. as far as rehearsing the gospel. Yeah. So we talk about in the Church Essentials <clears throat> class, I think the curriculum identifies it like worship is interconnected with God's kingdom in this way. God's kingdom is God's reign over God's people in God's place. When that's manifested on earth, where it should be manifested most clearly, uh, this is how I say it in the class, uh, borrowing from other people is like, these are embassies of another kingdom. That's right. But another way of saying like how that, how that kingdom manifests itself is in worship. Yep. It manifests itself, but worship, you know, certainly happens in a church service, but it happens when 
I'm checking out at Target. Yeah. Yep. It happens when I'm driving down I-35. Yep. It happens when I'm singing to my kids at night, you know, with my super melodious, well-tuned voice. Mm. Uh, it happens whenever God is honored as reigning over that particular place. So it certainly is true in heaven. So in one sense, it's your will be done on earth mm-hmm. in our assemblies as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we're, we're looking for. And we would say there's a particular grace that God pours out when his people gather yeah, to yeah, do yeah. that as yep. the gathered church. Yeah, um, wherever two or three are gathered or, yeah. you know, behold, I'm go, go make disciples, baptizing them, teaching them to obey everything. I'm with you always. That's right. To the end of the age or when, you know, you are gathered in the name of the Lord Jesus yeah. and there's power there in yep. 1 Corinthians 5. Yep. Um, all of those things are something particular and mysterious and gracious right. about the way God interacts with us. Which was kind of the second point mm-hmm. that not only do we center ourselves around Jesus, but we consider one another, that mm-hmm. this is something we're called to do together, to uh, consider one another, how to stir one another up to love and good works, uh, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but to gather all the more as we see the day approaching. Yeah. And so uh, there's a, you know, there's there's always these, uh, you know, you could even call them like worship wars, where it's like, hey, are we a uh, are we going vertical or is this mainly about going horizontal? And I would just say we're going vertical together. <laughs> we 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 consider each other, and um, that we're not just coming to church as passive receivers, but we're coming as active participants to love and be loved, to stir up and be stirred up, to encourage and be encouraged. <laughs> To your yeah. point, yep. you know, when we're out in the commons before, when we're out in the commons after, during the service as we sing. Yep. Um, that's where the action is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yep. right. And then that's, during the week, not not yeah. the action on the, yeah. the stage. That's right. And it's my hope that this sermon might have that effect of expectancy for our yeah, people yeah. in increasing like, oh man, we're coming to do something really important and the Lord is going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so just it, be expectant when you come to church to minister to one another and God's going to minister to us and we're going to go together hard after God together. And mm-hmm. that's a recipe for <laughs> God doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. And then just talked about in the last point that there's like, God just has these appointed means that his, his people have been doing for 2000 years, you know, singing the word and uh, preaching the word and uh, fellowship with one another. Uh, like this is just what the church has always done since Acts two forty two. Uh, like right after they were all repented and were baptized in the name of Jesus, they, they devoted themselves to these things and they've been doing that. And we've been doing that for 2000 years. And so I kind of was, I, I mean, one, maybe one of the drumbeats of the sermon was, man, there is a, there's a supernatural God ordained blessing in these things that seem so ordinary yeah. and so, uh, so like, Hey, get, you know, do, do this difference. Like, well, we're just going to yeah. keep, uh, singing and worshiping and fellowshipping at the table. And yeah. we're going to do that for hopefully another 2000 years or until Jesus yeah. comes again. Yeah. Dress rehearsal for what's coming. That's right. Yeah. In heaven. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Anything else anybody else would add questions, observations? I appreciated your example of your own heart coming and mm. needing to be stirred up in worship. And sometimes yeah. you're not ready to preach right away. Yep. And just that you need that too. And, and that's, that was just a helpful example of 
we all need that. I mean, that's yeah. what we're here for, to go after God together, like you said. So Yeah, and it's true. There have been a number of times where I've gone up to, you know, Nick or someone that prayed the pastoral prayer, someone and said, hey, thanks for thanks getting me ready to preach. It was, it was hard coming in, and you, you helped me be ready. So it's a real thing that God does. Amen. Thanks so much for preaching, Dave. Yep, really grateful. 